Hi guys, I'm Amma and welcome to the first ever episode of Style and Sustain, the podcast. I just wanted to do a first episode to introduce myself, tell you what Style and Sustain is really all about. I want to share my journey of how I went from a fast fashion addict to a sustainable and ethical fashion blogger and advocate. And I want to give you a sneak peek into what's in store for this podcast. I'm not only going to share my journey, but interview individuals who've had an impact on it. I want them to inspire you guys as much as they've inspired me. And I always try to say to people that this is not just about fashion, that everyone can find what they're truly passionate about and do that in the most sustainable and ethical way possible. I think the guests I'll be interviewing are really a reflection of that. They'll all be linked to the sustainable and ethical fashion industry, but they'll also have an impact in other industries and within various spaces and more. Thank you so much for joining me, and I hope you really get inspired through this podcast. Okay, let's get to it. There's a quote by Michelle Obama that I absolutely adore. She says it in her documentary, Becoming, which is on Netflix, by the way. And if you guys haven't seen it, I highly recommend. She's such an inspiration. But in the documentary, she's talking about her stylist. And she goes on to say this. Fashion for a woman still predominates how people view you. And that's not fair or right, but it's true. That's when fashion isn't just fashion. It's how you turn it into your tool rather than be a victim of it. And I love this quote because I feel like it's such a representation of my journey with fashion. I think like a lot of women, we grew up understanding that the way we look and what we wear is such a critical part of how people see us. And we internalize this idea that fashion is a core of our identity, basically. And I definitely agree with Michelle Obama here when she says it's not, you know, fair or right. But the fact is, it's a truth. And even though for me, that truth is not so negative, because I love the idea that fashion is an expression of identity. I still think that that idea can be quite heavy for women. And we tend to try to escape and free ourselves from that perception by trying our best to own fashion. But before we get to the part of feeling empowered and owning fashion, I think we all go through this phase of just trying to follow the trends, trying to be what society portrays and says that we should be. And for me, that was a part of the journey. I wanted to be on trend when I was younger and when I was really into fast fashion. I wanted to have the latest outfits, the latest clothes, and show my friends and people around me that I was fashionable. And yes, it was about my style, but sometimes it was more about those trends and how people viewed me than it was about my style. However, through that, I really got to fall in love with fashion. I loved the fun of it. I love how I could express myself through it. And by the age of 15, I already knew that I wanted to work in the fashion industry. I would sketch all these clothes and I didn't know specifically what I wanted to do in the industry, but I knew I wanted to be a part of it creatively 
or maybe just be a part of, you know, selling it to people. But I just wanted to be in the industry. And as I grew older and as I, you know, wanted more and more to be a part of it, my only way I felt to get into it was to buy fast fashion because it was easy and accessible and cheap, most importantly. So throughout my teen years, I worked in a lot of retail stores during the summers to make money. And that obviously meant I had discounts with all these different stores and I kept buying clothes. And then eventually my first real job after I finished university was also in retail with Abercrombie & Fitch, actually, where I was hired to become a manager and to open stores in France, which is where I grew up. So once I got into the industry within the retail side in that sense, I became even more hooked. I mean, I was working in the store, I was buying clothes, and then I also worked on a high street. So I had all the major retailers like H&M and Zara and Pull and Bear, and I would spend so much time in there just buying clothes. And, you know, I just kept going. And working with Abercrombie & Fitch was such an amazing experience in terms of retail and understanding retail marketing. And I went on from there to work for Karen Millen as well, where, you know, that addiction continued. I just wanted more clothes and I kept buying them. And my friends knew how much I love clothes. My family knew how much I love clothes and they would buy me clothes as presents. So it was just something that was just a part of who I was and people recognized was a part of who I was. And somehow in 2016, so about three, almost four years ago, I landed on the True Cost documentary on Netflix. And I remember seeing it, reading the synopsis and thinking, oh, that's that's interesting. And then having this thought that is really awful. But I had this thought where I, I said to myself, oh, it's another documentary. I'm probably going to watch it, feel terrible for two, three days and just go back to, to normal, go back to, to life as usual. And I know that's a t- terrible thing to say, but I think some of you would maybe identify with this with this feeling or this uh, this notion that sometimes we watch things whether it's a documentary or you know videos about what's happening in the world and we feel bad and then we kind of move on and forget about it however I watched this documentary and it was like a light bulb went on in my head suddenly I thought to myself what am I doing why am I addicted to clothes and how is it possible that something that I'm so passionate about could be so harmful to people and the planet? It was a shock and emotionally it hit me really hard. Once I had that realization about how, you know, awful fast fashion is to people and the planet, I kind of immediately knew that I didn't want to be a part of it. I knew I didn't want to be a part of something that was so destructive in so many ways. And I had this instinct that there was another way, that it didn't have to be this way, that there must be people or someone out there who is finding a solution to this problem. Anyway, after that really emotional reaction to it, 
I didn't shop for three months. I was disgusted by fast fashion stores. And up to this day, I haven't and bought anything from H&M or Zara or um, Primark since the day I watched that documentary. And for me, it was just this intense emotional reaction where I didn't shop for three months, but I would go around, you know, like still around the high streets, etc. But when I would see these stores like H&M and Zara, etc., I just couldn't really, <laughs> I couldn't really bring myself to walk into them. And I remember looking into the windows with the posters of the women and all I could see was the girl in that documentary. Her story really had an impact on me because she seemed to be my age and she was spending 15 plus hours within garment factories. She had a kid that she had to leave behind and go to work every day. And she spoke of the fear of, you know, losing her life working in these garment factories or the fear of losing friends because of the horrible conditions that they were working in. And I just thought to myself, that could be me. So for three months, I didn't walk into a store to buy any clothes. And what I discovered was my closet. I started digging into my closet and I realized that I really had enough clothes to clothe an entire village if I wanted to. I had so many clothes that I hadn't worn enough or that I had never worn. And I started to mix and match pieces and realized that I was really creative with the items that I have. And I also started a spreadsheet. So I started doing research and I discovered that there were sustainable and ethical brands out there. So I started a a spreadsheet where I had different tabs for different clothing items that I would need, let's say jeans, t-shirts, or sweaters. And then within those tabs, I would have brands that I could go to for those items. And I remember um, telling my friends about you know, fast fashion and my realization. And I think at first, a lot of my friends and family were sort of like, okay, so you, Ama, are not going to be buying any more fast fashion or clothes? And I was like, yeah, I'm not going to do that anymore. And they were like, right, sure, you're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> so I felt like I had a reason to to prove them wrong and to show that I could actually, uh, you know, fight this addiction, that they were so used to seeing me you know, yeah, just be addicted to clothes. (laughs) So I had that spreadsheet, but I didn't purchase anything for three months. Rediscovered my closet. And after those three months, I sort of was like, okay, where do I go from here? Because discovering sustainable and ethical brands was amazing, but I also realized how expensive it was. And at that stage, I didn't fully one have the means to buy clothes at that price but also I didn't fully understand why they were so expensive um which now I have a much better understanding of but I I wasn't sure why I just knew they were doing fashion the right way and I had to adhere to it but because I couldn't afford it I turned to sustainable not sustainable secondhand and vintage fashion and that really flipped my world upside down I realized that, oh, I could get secondhand, I could still have newness in my closet, but just get it for cheaper and still have fun with clothes. So I started to get heavily into secondhand. But during that time was sort of a period where I still lived in France and was heavily contemplating moving to London. 
I remember having a conversation with my partner and saying, you know, why don't I start a blog? The reason the idea came to me is because friends were starting to ask me for that spreadsheet with all the different brands. And I thought people want this. They want a space where they can have access and easy access to sustainable and ethical fashion. So I talked to my partner about it. And yeah, we worked on my blog together because he is an incredible photographer. And on April 24, 2017, I launched Style and Sustain. And Style and Sustain for me is a space where I aim to inspire basically fashion lovers like me to turn to sustainable and ethical fashion, to rethink their way of consuming fashion. And when I started, I just thought, you know, if I can do it, if I can go from the girl who was so addicted to fast fashion to a girl who stopped shopping for three months and rediscovered her closet and discovered sustainable brands and discovered fashion revolution, then anyone could do it. And I wanted that space to be a platform where I would uplift and support sustainable and ethical brands, but also show people that style and sustainability are not mutually exclusive. So you know, back to Michelle Obama's quote, I got to that second part of what she said, the realization that fashion wasn't just fashion, that I could turn it into a tool and that I didn't have to be a victim of it. And that realization with, you know, the documentary and my motivation to, to, to understand, you know, how to consume fashion better, that really helped me you know, pull myself out of the victimhood of, you know, being a fast fashion addict and into the power and the tool that fashion can be. And the times where I really felt that were the moments where I would have on secondhand clothes or, you know, something I bought from a brand and people would say, hey, that looks cool. And then I could say, well, it's actually sustainable or ethical, or well, this is secondhand and this is where I got it from. And that gave me so much joy. And that was the beginning of understanding the power I had. But also beyond that, it was understanding that my decisions as a consumer of fashion were making a difference in the world. That, you know, through supporting sustainable and ethical brands, I was supporting garment workers and making sure that they were getting paid correctly and that they are able to feed their families and that they are able to be in safe conditions, at least the ones that were affiliated and working with those sustainable and ethical brands. And I also, you know, realized that fashion was also a mindset and that I was more than a consumer, that my money could make a difference in the world, that I could change the world just by thinking about where I spent my money. And those were all pivotal moments for me. And they eventually led to me growing my blog, growing an audience and being able to speak to this and being able to write articles about this and being invited to do panels to talk about sustainability and get to a point now where I wanted to create this space, this podcast, to highlight and talk about my journey, of course, but also to start conversations and inspire you guys and people around me through conversations to be that change, to be the individual that decides to make a difference through their closet or through anything they're passionate about. I think what I've realized so far in my journey, and there's so much I'm obviously still learning, is that it's not just about fashion. It's 
for all of us, it's finding the one thing we are so passionate about and deciding to do that thing in the most sustainable and ethical way possible. So for me, it was fashion, but you know, it could be travel for you. Maybe you want to discover how to travel more ethically and ethical travel is a thing now and sustainable travel is a thing now. Maybe you're, you know, into journalism and you want to start looking into how to be ethical in the way you, you write articles and find your facts and your information. You know, maybe, I don't know, you're a teacher and you want to start teaching your students about sustainability and ethical practices, whether it's within business or within, you know, being a consumer. So I've always said to people that, yes, for me, it's fashion, but we all have things we're passionate about and that we can try to do those things in the most ethical and sustainable way possible. And that's why I want to have these conversations and have these interviews with people who've inspired me through my journey. And they will definitely be linked to the fashion industry, but they will also be individuals who have other passions and are doing other things to bring about change for themselves as individuals, but also for the world at large. So I'm so glad you're here to to join me on this journey. And I can't wait for you to hear my first interview. My other episodes are going to be deep dives into my journey. I definitely want to do an episode where I talk about those three months I stopped shopping because that was an interesting period. I want to talk about the phase where I was creating my blog. I just want to talk about, yeah, pockets and moments in my journey that have really been pivotal and that have inspired me to keep going. I also want to talk about how hard it is sometimes and the fact that, you know, when you're addicted or used to something, pulling away from it is really, really difficult and it can be really challenging. And I want to share how I overcame those moments and yeah, just show you guys that it is possible. If I can do it, then anyone can do it. So I'm so excited that you are here. And I will also be sharing my email address on my podcast description. So if you have questions or comments following my episodes, then you can send those to me directly. But that is in a nutshell what Sun Sustain is about. That's how it started. And that's, you know, what this podcast is going to be about. So I won't tell you yet what my first interview is going to be or who it's going to be with but you will hear it really soon. Please stay in touch. You can find me on Instagram at style and dot sustain. I'm also on Facebook at just style and sustain. And my website is www.styleandsustain.com. Please reach out to me if there are any episodes you would like to hear, if there are questions about my journey that you want me to answer. I am here and I will answer those questions. Thank you for listening. And Yeah, until next time. Thank you so much for listening, guys. And let's keep the conversation going. Please don't hesitate to follow me on Instagram at styleand.sustain. And you can also find me on Facebook at styleandsustain. And if you have any questions, comments, feedbacks, please don't hesitate to email me. It's ama, A-M-M-A, at styleandsustain.com and see you soon for the next episode. Bye!